Thank you for tuning into Splat Attack. This episode, we will be discussing the Wienerville Hanukkah special with special guests Manny and Max and Mark Wiener. If you are watching on YouTube, please hit the like button and subscribe. If you are watching on a podcast app, please leave us a review. As always, these simple actions make a big impact on our channel in helping other nostalgic listeners find us. If you enjoy our content, please subscribe to our Patreon. We have bonus episodes, watch parties, early access, and more. Go to patreon.com slash splatattack. Now let's head to the ski lodge for a special time. This season, Nick wants you to celebrate Hanukkah. Wienerville! Ah! With evil purple face aliens! Prepare to meet your doom! The giant dancing potato packing! Taco on a snowboard! And someone you love! I am your mother! It's a Hanukkah story that's out of this world! And only Nick can take you there! The Wienerville Hanukkah Special. Sunday at 7, 6 central, only on Nick. Hanukkah, here I come! Let's light the menorah and go for a ski trip, Slimesters. Welcome to Splat Attack, a 90s Nick podcast that dives into our slime-filled past. I'm your intergalactic potato pancake, Brett. And I'm your dreidel spinner, Alex. And Brett, with the holiday season in full swing, what are we celebrating at the lodge today? Oh, we're doing something a little bit out there. While most of our listeners are familiar with the customs of Christmas, we both felt it would be fun and an eye-opening experience to delve into another holiday, uh, deserving of attention as winter approaches. Of course, we're talking about Hanukkah. While we mentioned it in episode 11 briefly uh, of our favorite 90s holiday episodes last year, um, you know, with like the Rugrats Hanukkah special, we're actually going to take a trip to Wienerville to see how Mark and his uh, puppet pals celebrate the season. Oh, I'm so excited. I remember Wienerville being all over in Nickelodeon in, uh, for, oh, yeah. for quite a time. So this is going to be a pretty fun one because Wienerville doesn't get nearly the amount of attention that it deserves. So, And not to mention that Manny, uh, who has already made this wonderful tribute to Wienerville, we're actually going to be, like you said, talk about one particular special. So I'm excited to get this going. Shall we light the menorah and spell- start this special topic? Ugh. <laughs> Let's do it. Wait a minute. Who said that? Oh, hello. It's <laughs> me, Donnie. Giant potato lockers. Yeah! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Dottie, is, you're all the way from Wienerville. How'd you get here? Come on. Let's come into the lodge before it gets cold outside. Come on. Come in. Yeah, oh, get. Get cozy. Get struggle up by yeah. the fire. Oh, I need more oil. Uh, <laughs> there's not enough oil. Oh, hey, it's Manny. How are you? Hi, Manny. Hey. Welcome to our cozy lodge today. How are you it's guys nice, doing? Really nice to be here. Who, who's that beside you? Oh, me. This is this is my son Max, and also Mr. Mark Weiner himself. Woo! Thank Woo! you all so much for coming out for this. Yeah. About me, Dottie. <laughs> oh, oh, it's Dottie. I mentioned Dottie. Yeah, oh. so we have quite a few guests here. Oh, you know you do, but only one <laughs> who's important. Oh. 
<laughs> wow. I was only expecting two guests, but we got twice the double the fun. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. oh, my gosh. They just keep piling in. It's like a clown car outside. What happened? Oh, and Bodie. Oh, man. Wow. Everyone's here. It, it truly is. Don't swipe that. It's a Hanukkah miracle, I guess. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a Hanukkah, it's a Hanukkah reunion. Yes. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, you got you guys are the Wienerville experts. Uh, tell us how you got into uh, Wienerville. Like, Mark Manny, tell us your background with it. Well, um, my background started uh, way back when the show premiered. I was uh, seven years old, and it was like nothing I've ever seen on TV before. I just loved how colorful it was. It was really entertaining. And especially the thing that I loved most about it was the audience participation because it brought like this new light of electricity to the show. Mm. And no matter what happens, you know that something's gonna be silly and fun at the same time and also really messy. And I feel like that stuff like that gets a little lost today. Yeah. So, um, that's why I feel like the show should be like more well known by other people saying like, you know, this entertainment and creativity does exist. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, my friends and I, we used to pretend like we were wienerized puppets as well, because all the kids that, that I went to school with, they loved the show. And I even dressed up like cocktail Frank for a Halloween costume. Oh, wow. That's he was, uh, he was my favorite character when can I was that do, age. Can you impersonate him? Hepionica dudes! <laughs> right on, Pretty man. good, yeah. Thank you. Right on, groovy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love when uh, he tries to talk about the Red Hot Chili Peppers and why they couldn't come. He was like, real bad chili gas, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. wow. Yeah, that's funny. That's actually my favorite band. I guess they, uh, they were just too busy to uh, uh, get yeah. into Wienerville. <laughs> but that's cool. Yeah. Um, how about you, Mark? Uh, how how did the idea for Wienerville come about, and how did you like get involved with Nickelodeon and having the show being picked up? Okay, so um, I was a stand-up comedian and uh, doing hand puppets. You know um, that my puppets that were on Saturday Night Live, the puppets would go this way. You know, mm -hmm. um, but then I in the nightclub act, I wanted to, to be able to do many characters on stage, but to take a puppet off, you know, the audience is looking at you while you're changing. So I put a bunch of puppets, puppet bodies uh, on a board, and I would just go from puppet to puppet with my head. And that's how Dottie started. And um, then I just started creating all these head puppets. And then I got on a show called random acts of variety that was on i don't even know what i think ha or comedy central before comedy central okay. yeah um and so the puppets started getting you know started doing a lot of um started getting a lot of appearances on there created all these characters and the producer said i should create a village where everyone lives created this place called wienerville and um then we got a TV pilot for Comedy Central, the very first pilot when Ha and Comedy uh, Channel. Comedy. Yeah, Channel. the Comedy Channel. The two of them combined, and the first pilot they did was for my game show, That's Not Fair. 
where I play a puppet, puppet game show host with my head, you know, and but with real people. And we did the pilot and they tested it and it, uh, they found out that it, it belonged on a kids network instead of, you know, comedy, the new comedy channel. My manager happened to be, uh, his sister-in-law was head of development at Nickelodeon. Wow. We went there. They said, we're looking for a show exactly like this. And that's what we did. Brown Johnson, Brown Johnson, who was in charge there, you know, gave it the green light. And that, that was it. It's so it's who you know. Yeah. Connections really come in handy in yeah, cases like help. that. I have a question for Max, actually. Um, Max, when you were when you were on the show, do you remember any experiences or were you just too young to remember? Because I know you were on some episodes. The only thing, I mean, I, I remember doing, what was it, Cowboy Bob? Yeah, no, he's there. Mm -hmm. But there was a little, a little giddy up dance. I don't know if it's in any of the outros, but I used to, because, you know, when you're a kid, you don't, you don't understand like the importance of being on a set. It's just like a big playground. So I, I remember, you know, just running around because it was so cool. The whole, the whole village, it just uh, all the puppet sets. And, and I don't know if it always comes across from home, but the, you, you know, there was the above level where Dottie was. And then there was like a whole sewage system with all the pipelines. And, and that was like where my head was because I was oh, so little. Oh so everything was so big. It was like a real town to me. But I remember just like, you know, it just was like a playground for me. And I remember the smell too, because like you said before, it really did have that like dairy, like the, the rotten, rotten dairy, like, rotten dairy. Yeah. Like sickly sweet from the applesauce and the slime and all that stuff. <laughs> um, so that, I mean, that was it, how cool to grow up just around all that stuff. So that's that's what i remember definitely that's cool yeah and i remember too like the hanukkah special too like there's a lot of good memories from that also well you were older when we did the hanukkah then, special because yeah. that that was done maybe 95 not thank you 95 mm -hmm. and uh we filmed that up up in uh new york in westchester new york and i think you were holding the snow menorah yeah, Snowman Aura. Oh, yeah. that's you. Yeah. Very cool. So that's, I mean, that's that's just some stuff that I remember. That's cool, man. Wow. Yeah. What about you, Alex? What's your uh, memories or connection to Wienerville? Uh, I remember Wienerville coming on uh, when I was a kid, very much like Manny, and it was unlike anything that I had ever really seen. Um, we've seen shows on Nickelodeon where you get to see the audience. Uh, I mean, you saw it a lot with uh, some of the game shows, especially like Double Dare. You'd see the audience in the back and uh, what would you do? But what would you do was just audience participation purely. And um, all that was all comedy sketch. And you would occasionally see the audience. You never really saw a blend of the two. And uh, Wienerville, I thought, was fantastic because it, it had that blend of all these things. And I wish I could find the commercial, but I remember that there was also one where... Mark and Dottie were having a are having a conversation about how the show was about the cartoons. The cartoons are the stars. Hey, I think Jeffy's the star of Nickelodeon Wienerville. 
Nice try, Bottle Breath. It's starring me, Donnie. Hey, I'm Mark Wiener, the host of Nickelodeon Wienerville, and the cartoons are the stars, not you guys. No way, Mark. We're the stars. Spend Sunday afternoons in Wienerville. Watching cartoons. With us. Puppets. Watch Nickelodeon Wienerville every Sunday starting at 2-1 Central right here on Nickelodeon. I really enjoyed the show, and I did have. I actually ended up going into doing puppets uh, for my church, and I had done a lot of puppet ministry. Uh, went to several competitions and got uh, first, second, and third place prizes uh, consecutive each year. Th uh, you know three, you know three, two, two, and one for lip sync competitions. But you know what they call that? The one, two, three. There, the trend. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just the fact that I, I know. I've had some experience in having to work with puppets. What was your inspiration for wanting to use puppets so much throughout your routines? I was a pantomime, a juggler, a street, a street performer. And that's how I started. And then I came to New York and I saw a mime just do like this little walking thing. And I said, what would what would it be like if you put some clothes on there, a little mask, little face, you know, puppet mask? And you would have a puppet. What did he say to that? Who? The mime. Oh, I didn't say it. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Good one. Walked right into it. <laughs> <laughs> you mean that invisible that invisible wall he put up? <laughs> uh. Well, um, I do want to mention my connection to Wienerville before we move on, uh, because I was definitely a kid who was on the off-beaten path, despite being like mainly an academic who was like really focused on getting good grades in school. I was my first love was always been cartoons, and it still is today, um, aside from my wife, of course. But um, when I whenever I saw Wienerville growing up, it it, like Alex, it was unlike anything else I'd ever seen, and it just drew my eyes to the TV like a magnet, like totally glued, um, and just being able to witness like a person interacting with puppets and cartoons. What is this beautiful, wonderful, strange place that I've never seen before? And it, it always gave me a, a like a safe place to just um, turn off my brain and go into a fantasy land where I I can just hang out with all these different characters that. Uh, Mark would do um, and also enjoy some cartoons in the meantime and also be entertained with different segments like um, uh, what, what's the one with the the ship and the tidal wave called again Captain Bob Captain I, Bob that's Captain it Bob. yep and also uh, Playland where like contestants would be wienerized and then compete Playland. against each other yeah that that always blew my mind more than anything as a kid because I'm like wait a minute how did they invent a machine that literally shrinks people and give them puppet bodies because as like a five-year-old i had no idea how that worked and i i wanted to see what it'd be like to be wienerized i thought you know did their legs hurt once they got up because they're being crushed <laughs> i don't i didn't know <laughs> but that that was part of the the magic and the mystery that made wienerville so fun for anyone who who truly got the essence of it and still appreciates it today and that's what drew it in for me and how it still draws me in with its uh with its sense of whimsy, whimsy and wonder oh and and as much as we would love to talk about Wienerville as a series, that may be a conversation for another time because this yeah. is more specifically on the Hanukkah special, and because we could talk Wienerville all day long. But oh, yeah. uh, 
and and we want to and manny again has done a beautiful tribute to that show so uh Thank you I'm, gonna very put much. A, I'm gonna put a link to that in the description so if you guys enjoy this interview with these wonderful people check out what manny has done it's truly remarkable wow alex thank Indeed. you very much i really appreciate that thank you uh wow <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, uh, i feel honored thank you very much well and since I, we since we are talking with manny how did you and mark meet um it's actually really interesting i actually wrote it just to make sure i don't get anything wrong <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh let's rewind to 2006 i turned 20 at the time and I wasn't watching much Nickelodeon around that time either. Kind of grew out of it in a way. And I was, until we were babysitting one of my friend's uh, little brothers and Ned's Declassified came on. And it was the episode that Mark was on. <laughs> and then it really surprised me because I'm like, this is modern Nickelodeon. And I'm like, oh, that's Mark. That's awesome. And my friend Chris, uh, <laughs> He asked me like what's wienerville i'd never even heard of that so i showed him a few episodes i had episodes on tape because i used to record the show i wish i still had those vhs's still but i guess maybe the tapes were worn out or i accidentally lost them but i was able to hold on to at least five episodes and i showed him the show and he's like manny what is wrong with you <laughs> 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 but I didn't care. I loved the show. And that sort of uh, ignited me to sort of see if maybe the internet has any more information about the show. So I went on Wikipedia and it was just a paragraph. It was yeah. this big, just tiny, tiny. And I was like, oh, this is bad. This is terrible. Mm -hmm. So um, what I did was I um, looked at some of the episodes I had. Um, I emailed Mark, asked him the question that has probably plagued them for centuries is the show coming to dvd <laughs> mm. and um during that time i uh asked him some questions about the show he answered me back during those years um i attached more information to that wikipedia page i made an episode guide for it and um then after that I bought some stuff off of the website. Yeah, it was great to own some Wienerville stuff. And uh, where, just where, can a, the, where can they find that stuff, man? Oh, Wienerville.com. It's also where you could get the silver golden hot dogs, as well as check out the Clearwater Sloop, which actually has a lot of great things to help the Hudson River mm. uh, be clean with water as well, <laughs> which Mark also has a passion for as well. Mm. He's actually made a few things for that site as well. And Very nice. um, you know, Manny, Manny, I got to thank you because you, first of all, Manny made that Wikipedia page, you know, I, and I use it a lot, you know, to like people go, what episode was it? I, go, I don't know. Let's go to the Wikipedia page. <laughs> and thanks to Manny, I think I'm four years younger than I really am. <laughs> what? Really? There go correct that. No, don't you. <laughs> I won't touch a thing. I promise. I, I, Never mind. The, you have some. You wrote my birthday. It's the wrong birthday, and you gave me like three years younger than I really am. So thank you. <laughs> well, 
You're welcome. <laughs> Don't change it. Don't change it. I'm not going to change a thing, I promise. <laughs> so, so going back to the story, um, I just felt like that show deserved a lot more love because this was 2006, 2007. Everybody was talking about the other shows, mostly the Nicktoons, because I think at that time, Hot Topic had the Nick Rewind collection going on with like the t-shirts and everything. And I'm like, there's no Wienerville here and no one knows what I'm talking about. So I tried to like go to different message boards, um, tell people about the show and uh, just ask around if anyone has episodes they'd like to share or what have you. <laughs> and um, I think after at least 15 years, we now have, I believe, the first complete season of Wienerville completely available online, which oh, is amazing. great. I have, I have to thank a few of my friends, uh, Retrozord and Meredith, for releasing some of these episodes. And thank you wholeheartedly to them. And the coolest thing is uh, Mark's and my friendship has been amazing throughout all these years. And I'm 100% thankful for that. Because, you know, in this world, no one really owes you anything. But when you can make friends like this, it's unbelievable. And he even uh, made a nice message uh, to my wife and I on our wedding day with Boney. And that's just, that's amazing. It was it was so great. So yeah. I'm 100 percent proud of that, um, our friendship and Wienerville in general. So that's how much it means to me. It's very special, and I'm I'm happy that you still are good friends to this day. Absolutely. Actually, reminds me a bit of me and my relationship with DJ McHale from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Because I had a similar kind of parallel path to what you have with Mark uh, in that regard. Really? Yeah, with like filling out an episode guide and going out to California to meet him and stuff like that. So it, it's really nice to see creator and fan come together for a common purpose and just really share that love that they both have for the thing that brought them together in the first place. And and what it's, you know, like you went out to meet him. Max and I are going to go to Manny's house. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you almost got a spin take. That's awesome. <laughs> Do it. Manny, turn around. We're, we're outside. <laughs> hey! hey! Look at that. <laughs> well, to, uh, to address what uh, Manny had pointed out, uh, yes, Wienerville has still not gotten the, the love officially from Nickelodeon and Paramount and Viacom. It's still not on uh, Paramount Plus or DVD or anything like that, but I believe all of season one can be found via YouTube and Daily Motion, and you can find some of season two. Finding season two is still a bit of a challenge, and uh, you can also find the Hanukkah special and the uh, president election special uh, floating around also. So uh, there might be a playlist on YouTube. If there is, we'll, we'll link it here so yeah. that way you fellow 90s Nick lovers can appreciate that. Shall we dive into some more specific questions concerning the Hanukkah special? Yes. Cool. Because I'm itching to know, how did you get all the celebrity guests involved with the Wienerville Hanukkah special? Okay, ask which ones. Okay, we might as well go in order of appearance. So starting off with Mark Summers. <laughs> hey, Summers! What, Pony? You ever hear the Wienerville Hanukkah story? No. Well, you're about to. Bring it in, boys! Ah! 
I always wanted Mark on one of my sh- on one of my shows, and uh, he was such a nice man. And he was rec- recording like one or two studios from us, so I became friends with him. And I asked him, and he said yes. Awesome. Um, I'm trying to think some of the other celebrities. Oh, um, David Johansson, also known as uh, Buster Poindexter. Yeah. What's your connection with him? Now what seems to be the problem? I know, I know. Hey, I'm Gonzaganaka, the wise guy. It seems to me evil space guys are trying to force your people to be just like their people. But you don't want to be because you want your freedom, but you're scared and you don't know what to do. I think that uh, I might have opened for him. And, you know, at the bottom line, um, because as a stand-up, and um, I think that I, you know, my, we we this the cameraman Mark Pines might have known him as well, so I think we asked him there. Okay. To that, I'm I'm waiting. There's going to be a great story of one of these people when you get to. Yeah, I, I'm going to try and remember as many as possible because there's <laughs> at least a dozen of them in here. Alex, you can help me out. Um, what about Laura Keitlinger? She was she was the lady in the grocery store with like the applesauce in her hands. Can I get half a pound of applesauce? This part muted because YouTube doesn't like this part. How dare it? Uh, you know what? Make it a pound. Um, not, don't remember our connection, but <laughs> that's a great line too. She said, "I have a handful. Uh, make it two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make it a pound." Yeah, pound, right. <laughs> yeah. I actually recognized her from um, her appearance on Dr. Katz's Professional Therapist, which was one of the first animated uh, comedy shows on Comedy Central. So I was wondering what the connection was there. Seems like there's a similar style of comedy going on there. Yeah. Um, now, the Denny, um, Denny, what's she, she, what was the name? The one who's another, uh, Hanukkah with Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well. Looks like another Hanukkah with Beavis and Butthead. Um, So she was on SNL when I think I was on SNL. Mm -hmm. So we knew her. Now, the wrestler, the big wrestler. Kevin Nash. You want a room with a mountain view, a king-size bed, a home entertainment center, and a personal masseuse. Is there anything else? Yeah, Donnie, one more thing. Keep throwing you away from my potato pancakes. Okay, that's great. Thank you. Bye. Sis, yes, Daddy. Go empty the broom closet. I just booked it out. Okay, Daddy. So Mark Pines was on the weekend. He had to go do a shoot where he was filming him, and he goes, "I'm gonna get him to do a cameo on Wienerville." So when he was shooting him for something else, he pulled him aside and said, "Would you do this cameo?" And he, he did that for us. That was very kind of him. Um, yeah. I was wondering what kind of beef does he have with Boney? Does Boney just like to steal his food or something? <laughs> they they, <laughs> they, they never even met them. each other, you know? Yeah, they, they must know. be uh, mortal rivals or maybe Boney wrestles by night. <laughs> yeah, you know? No one knows my true identity. Oh! <laughs> Boney, so good of you to join us today. <laughs> what about you, Alex? Every now and then. Can you uh, remember any of the other guests who were in there? I know um, Auntie Dorcas. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I know he's someone important. Uh, Brian O'Connor. 
Brian, that's it. I, anti commander of the Kerg Empire, demand that you surrender, for I am your father! No, you're not! <laughs> I... I am your mother! Mommy! Don't fall for that old trench! Yeah, stupid cup trick! I know it wasn't gonna work! From, he was, uh, from Shining 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 Time Time Station. Yeah. Another, now, Brian was on Random Acts of Variety. So I knew him from that show. And I love him. And so I, I asked him to be on it. He, he was, uh, what was his character? He was like, schemer, schemer. Like he was always scheming and not like swiper. (laughs) (laughs) Swiper, no swiping. Stop trying to steal this episode interview. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, I used to watch a lot of Dora the Explorer with my younger brother when he was a baby. Oh, thank you. That's actually what I watched too, babysitting uh, Chris's brother. And to be honest, I didn't know you were on the show, Mark. I found that out way later mind blowing <laughs> definitely you checked out my wikipedia <laughs> that man you wrote <laughs> i honestly didn't know is, is it on wikipedia now of course it is it, it will be after this episode that's right. <laughs> i think it is yeah now yeah, that's heard... that's so much fun whenever you find out that someone who you just admire and find out that they've done other projects i had no idea that he was in this so yeah, that's exactly. that's always fun so I'm kind of curious, where, how did you decide to pick the setting for the Hanukkah special? Because it's like set in a winter lodge. I think some people said it was Vermont, but I couldn't confirm it. Yeah, it is Vermont. And um, we wanted it to you know, take place in the winter. And so we said, where, where can we go? We'll get some snow. Like, Vermont. So we all really just got, got in a van and went up to Vermont. And that week, there was no snow. Mm, go figure. But, but you know we needed snow so we, if you watch the, the the special you'll see the snow kind of moves like because it's it's just it's this polyester carpet you know it's that really? looks like snow but it's not snow um like those rolls of snow fake snow mm. yeah and like when Auntie Dorcas comes into the lodge, I trip over it at one point. <laughs> 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 kind of like piece move, you know. It's like, <laughs> but uh, you know, when we're doing, you know, the opening where Boney is coming down the mountain, you know, in on the telephone booth. Yep. Um, it it's like wherever we'd have to. Okay, we're gonna go that way. Put some of that snow there. Some of that fake snow there. Just so it looked like there was snow, like around the frame to give the illusion. Yeah, yeah. Because, but because there was no snow that weekend. Wow. I mean, when I watched this, you had me fool. I thought it was just another snowy day at the lodge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was freezing my tail off. I'm freezing my tail off. uh, Well, um. I guess uh, the the maid caught on to that because she showed up and uh, vacuumed anyone who got snow on her floor. The, the you... original line was going to be, "You got fake snow on my floor." Oh, <laughs> it's a great Never fourth wall joke. The difference. Um, 
Yeah. I, I'm actually curious. Uh, what was the idea behind the giant puppet? Oh, God, snow on my floor! <laughs> Puppeteer, who, who great puppeteer. I'm so sorry, I forgot everyone's name because I'm so old. <laughs> um, um, he, they, these the puppeteers that I were used using in the specials um, were Muppet puppeteers. Muppeteers. Muppeteers. So, but he, they, so they created these bigger type of puppets, Muppet style. And um, he did that one, and um, he did a great job on it too. Totally, the style of it fit in very well with the other puppets that were smaller. Yes. Yeah, yeah it looked like the same material of uh, Pops, Pops and Louie. Yeah, yeah. Look good. I have a question for you guys. Did she scare you as much as she scared me when when, you <laughs> when I first saw her? Yeah, I felt like, oh my goodness, this is the Terminator of house cleaners. Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that sound effect. Every time she turns with the vacuum cleaner, the yeah, yeah, it's awesome. No, I, I was think fascinated. I'm in love. Yeah, right. No, I was fascinated with it because puppets always fascinated me. With uh, puppets always fascinated me, and I loved how they were so versatile because you could do all kinds of different combinations of them. And I hadn't seen one this size on Wienerville right, before. Right. And it did remind me of something that I would see on Muppets, uh, but I didn't think of the connection when I, I was younger. So I thought, this is really, really cool. And I really liked seeing it. it. It didn't intimidate me. I was just fascinated with it. It's like, I want to see more of this character. This is so cool. Well, you know, it, it was a puppet like uh, Professor Phosphate. Mm -hmm. That's right. Was so, um, was Scott Fellows the hands? Scott. And, well, and the voice. Scott. What? Okay, Scott was a hand, <laughs> and one, one, one was the. There was two people. Yeah. David Jordan and Scott. I think Scott was the mouth, and the hand. Which hand? I don't know. Left. And then David <laughs> would have been just the one hand. Mm -hmm. But maybe no, because it was Scott's voice. So he would have done Marcus, that. Marcus, it seems like you lost your marbles, Marcus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's two puppeteers for the, the house cleaning lady, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. And David Jordan and and Scott, I think there might have been a little tension. But yeah, something going on back there. Because, you know. One hand is going this way. The other hand's trying to beat. The other hand's upright. <laughs> <laughs> So um, we talked about that as being one of the highlight moments of the Hanukkah special. Do you any of you have a particular moment that stands out to you from it? I mean, I have one for sure that the song that the, the whole, menorah song. Yeah, the ha well, the hammer came down. Yeah. Oh, OK. That was 
was like that always is is the moment in the whole because that's like the the gravitas of like the whole episode where they're all forlorn and what are we going to do and just what an awesome i mean all the whole thing too where it cuts back to the flashback of boney yeah. as the emperor and then uh with the all the puppets and stuff and it, it was so cool to see the um the little what was it like the it was the menorah with the the moving mouths yeah oh yeah sync. that's right with yeah. the highs and stuff oh. right, right right yeah it was great too like those little soldiers walking up that way and everything yeah, yeah. like those it's neat you know because you know the rest the story you know we kind of really embellished and made our own little hanukkah story but that at that moment you have david johansson you know this world famous singer doing telling the story of hanukkah you know, yeah. then when they're done, he's like, okay, get the heck out of here. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because he kicks the door. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Oh, oh, Well, he can only sing for so long before uh, he has to uh, <laughs> warm up again. Right. Or, uh, you know, retire. But uh, he was great in that. I actually recognized him first in a, a Pete and Pete episode called On Golden Pete. He was the park ranger that uh, tried to get Don Wrigley in trouble. So he that wasn't his first time that he was on Nickelodeon, but it's it was great to see him again um, acting as a fun character. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. We didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, there's so many amazing, there's so many great things that, well, what was the chase with with Sako on the oh, snowmobile? snowmobile. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. <laughs> that whole at the end when they're fighting the um, the sectals and just that whole chase. And I remember with the the, the trip wire at one point, right? There was there was something. Thing that yeah. And yeah. and if you watch the puppetry of Sako on Auntie Dorcas's shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, we changed out, you know, at one point. He was freestanding? He was free something, yeah, without his, without my hand in it. Oh, and then the the dog. Yeah. Oh, Fluffy. Fluffy was in there. It's like. Yeah, what is it, girl? It got snow on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great part. Yeah, but you forgot one thing. Oh, and what might that be? You get snow on the floor! Oh, God, snow on my floor! But yeah, he was like, Mark, were you on top of Auntie Dorcas's shoulder puppeting Sako? Yeah, the. Yes, but where was I? Was I on a ladder? <laughs> it was the miracle of Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just saw saw arms everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you guys? Is there anything that stands out? Uh, I really like the menorah song. Menorah, menorah, I'm looking for you. I can't elaborate and I think one day. Menorah, menorah, you know I adore you. Let's get together and I'll be right away. All you need is eight candles and a shaman's to light them. Oh, now show us what you got. A menorah. 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 Is that Laura? Uh, 
that was quite a catchy piece and it's always great to see Frank again uh, rocking out and all the different menorahs that people came up with when uh, you know Mark and everyone else were coming into the lodge and just celebrating. Um, I really liked the the whole spaceship scene with the latkas and the little like dreidel spaceship on a stick flying around that that somehow made me go way back to a deep childhood memory that I remember just pretending to to puppet with little cardboard things I made out of um, in right. front of set pieces or dioramas that I would make as a kid. So it, that's some of the childhood whimsy that I really enjoy that uh, comes with Wienerville. We found the buttons uh, a couple weeks ago. The the what is it? Um... Oh, like the space pins that they wear? No, the one where you No, the ones that party and the yeah, other one right, that... right, right. Oh, yeah, we have that. Oh, oh cool. Oh, yeah, and they're like dancing to Gloria Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and we gag. have that downstairs. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> we we party. I got to visit you guys and I got to I got to check that stuff no, out. We're, com we're coming to visit you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, it'll be a second Wienerville Hanukkah special. It'll be at Manny's house this time instead that'll of the be, Sweet Lodge. That'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> we'll host a great party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my, if not my number one highlight was the intro. Uh, when they were, Sako was, well, not Sako, but they were skiing down the, the hill with yeah. the phone booth. Because as much as I love specials uh christmas specials halloween specials and all these things they they never felt big uh they felt important most of the time as in they wanted to tug at the emotional things or whenever they're doing halloween things they wanted to be spooky which you know is appropriate but it was never big in scale and scope and um watching this intro i mean you've already got outer space which is cool but we've seen outer space in other shows but and and it's small scale. I mean, you could tell the little dreidel uh, spaceship and things like that, and uh, talking through the cup, which was fantastic. <laughs> oh, but uh, but then once it got I to am your mother, <laughs> you're not. I am your mother. <laughs> yeah, right. mommy. But, but then once the uh, Boney starts going down with the the phone booth. And then Dottie is calling him, and they're trying to. No, I need you to come over here. It's like, nope, nope, nope. Bodie, I need your help. You need help. No. This guy's Goose. Mark just called, and he's bringing his family and a bunch of friends to the Winterville Ski Lodge for a Hanukkah celebration tonight. Winter's coming. Tell me how. But Bodie, you can sing songs and light the menorah with all the kids. So. right into the lodge it, it right. just felt so big it felt like this was truly a really cool special you don't want to miss yeah that and was so cool thank you thank you um sako skiing you know there in out as a puppeteer i always try to come up with some make the puppet do something human like mm -hmm. and um so there i always wanted to have a puppet skiing so like you with, the... with skis yeah. i wanted to see him ski and he does you On the see rocks too, I think. yeah you know he goes 
and that's where you see the snow you move. Lift your hand up so they can see. It goes, <laughs> and then that's when you see the snow moving. You know, um, and then snow. in the <laughs> special, the New Year's real. Eve special, in the re in the New Year's Eve special, Ro Sako was on ice skates. Oh right. Because I always wanted to get a puppet out there ice skating, and um, so right. It's a great way to test the boundaries and uh, find new ways to express yourself through the the puppet characters. Yeah, because yeah. you don't see that that often. You just see like typical ones that are in place or on a marionette. But what I love about your show is there's so much life to all the characters. Like they all have a distinct identity. They all interact with each other in very different but entertaining ways. It's it's lovely. Thank you. Each of them has a different functionality, and it's really, really fun to watch. I mean, Muppets, as much as we love Muppets, they're usually waist up, and you you don't get to see them do a lot of physical things. Occasionally you do, but that's one of the things I loved about Wienerville was because they were so different, and, and each of them had a different functionality and doing exactly what you said, doing what people do, and that, that was fun. Yeah. There's something so grungy about it because it's like you – it's not traditional, and that was like – yeah. The uniqueness of it, and that's just what I love about it. Yeah. Wienerville definitely has a like an indie underground feel to it, but in, in all the right ways. No, you know, before it was um you were saying the Muppets are the waist, waist down. Up. Waist up. Wait, waist up. Uh, waist, up. Hey, waist down. No. <laughs> Hope not. We're not wearing pants. <laughs> Move the camera up. Yeah. In Wienerville, our motto is just get wasted. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Wienerville. Let's get wasted. That's on the city limits sign. <laughs> That's awesome. Which yeah. we also, Danny, we also have that downstairs too. Oh, no kidding. That's great. That's I, awesome. As a matter of fact, I just moved, lifted it up yesterday and moved it over. Over. Oh, wow. I just moved it over a little bit. Oh, just a little? <laughs> I got to check that out. That's awesome. No, we're going to come to your house. Okay. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. You mentioned the New Year's special. That's another favorite special of mine. What was it like being Dottie, being rolled all over New York City in the TV? That was great. Um, that was another dream. You know, I wanted to... <laughs> I wanted to have a puppet you know being moved around the city and so yeah i was just did people stop you police <laughs> <laughs> what are they gonna do <laughs> do you have a permit you know uh we we had mentioned our uh favorite moments mandy what was one of your favorites from the hanukkah special um i really liked that you mentioned it earlier with the grocery store scene um, you know, just the sectos just like pouring cheese in their mouth, you know, that string cheese. Yeah. Um, Max, you mentioned the applesauce thing. Um, and I think Boney was barfing a cake or something. <laughs> He's like, what, you think I did it? So <laughs> I love that scene. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, Be the Beavis and Butthead line was hilarious too. Mm -hmm. I, I love that meat scene too, where where uh, what was it, Sako? I am the tiger, Sako. Yeah. I am the tiger, Sako. I am the tiger, Sako. I am the tiger. I love that. And that was the real uh, butcher there. Yeah. Oh wow. Was Her... it? Yeah, the guy who goes, I got it, Sako. I am the tiger. <laughs> yeah, the guy he worked in the supermarket. I remember that scene where, what was it, Sako takes the whole row of oil. 
Yep, like, the UFOil. <laughs> yeah, I always wanted to do that in real life, like after I watched that. But like, obviously, you can't do that. But it was yeah. the coolest. Like, it, it's like Super Toy Run, where you just push all the toys into the cart and just run as fast as you can. Yeah. Was there anybody there at the supermarket who had no idea what was going on? Yeah, no, they, you know, because they weren't going to close the supermarket for us. Yeah. So we just, you know, they just kind of stayed out of the aisles where we were. That was it, at D'Agostino's in Trouble, New York. Well, uh, hilarious. I, I'm sure when they saw two <laughs> giant alien lacas just flailing around, they're like, oh, this happens all the time. I'll just <laughs> go get my chicken noodle soup over here. Right. <laughs> That's the best. Gone to shop, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would they wouldn't have cared. <laughs> they don't have lacas there. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm dying to see that like in real life just seeing like what's happening here i mean yeah just going to a, a get your yeah. normal groceries and then you see all of wienerville just taking over the the supermarket oh. the camera crew and all that what is this i wish i grew up in new york i would have loved to check that out yeah i would have had a field day with that great <laughs> Well, speaking of food, um, I'm I'm actually really curious. How did you come up with the idea for having giant potato pancake aliens for for the characters in this story, Mark? Well, I thought you were gonna burst in the song for a moment. <laughs> um, As you can see, this happens all the time. <laughs> 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 Do you remember the time when? Uh, what? What? What year is it? Um, the, no, the whole thing was Hanukkah is about latkes, you know, and and the and so we thought it'd be great to have aliens. I remember going into the vice president of Nickelodeon, Albie, Albie Heck. Albie Dan. No, I'll... <laughs> no, it's Albie. <laughs> it's actually Albie Hecht because uh, he worked Hecht. on Guts. Yeah. Yeah. So Albie goes to me, um, Mark. I want you to do a special on Hanukkah, and I go, okay. And he goes, now here's a book that I think would make a great Hanukkah story. And I looked at it and I was going, this, this, this is the Bible. What the? Yeah, right. This is not gonna make. I go, I got, I got another. I'm gonna. Take my own take on it. And he goes, all right, do whatever you want to do, but take a look at that book. It's good. And I never did. Um, and then, <laughs> then Scott, myself, um, and maybe 50 other writers. And we, we came up with Ray. with this thing. If Ray wasn't in this one. Only if Ray was there. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, no, we're... We just, um, I did this thing with Ron Woods of the Stones. And what was this, it? This is a separate story now. Night, what what yeah. was 19? Yeah. It had to have been 80, 80 uh, 384. Okay. So, um, same cameraman, um, Mark Pines, uh, no, n knows, he, he, he's the personal videographer for the stones and he's also doing comedy comedy uh videos and so he ron wood wants to was a fan of rocco my puppet from saturday night live and um he wanted rocco to teach him how to paint 
because Ron Wood is a, an amazing artist. Mm -hmm. So one night we, we have Ron Wood, Rocco, Tony, that's Rocco has got a little puppet, Tony. And, um, and they're going to teach Ron Wood how to paint. So we just got the footage. I'd never seen it before. And someone, someone from ne the Netherlands uh, said, I have the raw footage of 45 minutes. Well, over almost close to an hour. Yeah. yeah. Um, of, of the puppet. Th this is all to explain the I wish Ray was here thing that we said before. The whole thing is like a total mess. Like Ron is in a very like 80s headspace if you catch my drift. And mm -hmm. the whole thing is just rambling. And at one point, you with Rocco turns to the camera and goes, if anyone has any ideas, now would be a great time to let me know. Like, because it's really kind of, it, it, we, you, know, you got no idea. We didn't know what, we didn't think so, about anything ahead of time. We were just, Ron goes, we'll, we'll it'll all come to us. And well, and it, it didn't. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, oh, I, I wish my writer Ray only was there. It's only Ray was there. But anyway, back to the Hanukkah. Story. Yeah. I, be, before we move on, I do have a quick question that's been like gnawing at the back of my head for all day is what what do the the wigs on each of the aliens represent? Because I'm wondering if it's like some sort of condiment for each of them or is it just for the sake of silliness? Sake of silliness. Okay. It was like Bride of Frankenstein. That's what they yeah. look like. Yeah. Okay. Because I, yeah, I, I thought because of the we have those downstairs. Okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> you want to wear them? <laughs> when Mark and Max show up to my house, yeah, I'll wear them next but, time I'm here. Okay, Max and I are gonna show up. The the reason why I mentioned that because my analytical brain when I was watching as a kid and now thought, oh, that guy's is like white and curly. Does that represent maybe like, uh like no. sour cream or some sort of condiment. The other one's like salt and Apple pepper. Sauce. No, there was nothing in there. Nothing for that one. <laughs> gotcha. Sometimes orange. an orange is just an orange. <laughs> or is that what they want you to think? Oh, yeah. hey, now you're messing with me. Artists <laughs> like to find hidden meanings Don't in things, you? even yeah. if there's no meaning in it. <laughs> like that hot dog that just poked out. <laughs> oh, I <laughs> well, you did say waist down, so yeah. Oh, yeah geez. For our <laughs> listeners who can't see this episode, you're going to have to uh, just assume that everything is normal. <laughs> Everybody, you're going to need to watch this episode. Yeah, on our YouTube channel, Splat Talk Podcast. Yeah, po uh, podcasters who are listening, go to the YouTube page. It's, it's, it's going to be too much fun to, to you have to see it. Yeah. Alex, do you want to take us home with any final questions before we do an episode synopsis? Uh, sure. I, I will actually switch over to Manny one more time. Okay. Uh, if if we will were to do a reboot of the Hanukkah special today, what do you believe would remain the same, and what would change for the audiences of today? Um. Well, seriously speaking, I think I really like the way that it was told um, because in this episode, I believe it they say the story of Hanukkah three times in a different way. I just wish that the special was um, a little bit longer. Like, I feel like a lot more character development could have been more fleshed out. So I think in today's audience, or if it was streaming on Paramount Plus or something, I would think that it would uh, 
I don't know. They would try to make it more darker in tone. Like they might make Antidorcus like a Marvel villain or something like that. And Dottie will be like, I don't know, some weird damsel in distress type of thing. And they're going to try to do a love triangle with someone. And it's just, I don't know if it's going to work out that well, but we'll see. <laughs> hey, Dottie. <laughs> what does she say about it? <laughs> well, that face gives it away. I think she, I think she likes it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she seems open for the role. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, I did have one other question because this this came out before the Rugrats Hanukkah special, which mm -hmm. got a lot of attention. This is the first thing that I can recall on Nickelodeon that really brought focus to uh, Hanukkah. What was it like to be a part of that and bring this to an audience of kids who have never known about this kind of thing? Yeah, this was, I think, the first Hanukkah special on Nickelodeon. And um, yeah, no, I actually had a conversation with Chris Gifford. We were going to make a P. What is it? A public service announcement? What are those? Mm -hmm. PSA. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Those. those. Yeah, that, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> those, those pizza eyes. No, son. Um. So. We don't need Ray anymore. <laughs> um, so we had a discussion. You know, we were making a PSI about PSA. PSA. No, no, we were making a pounds PSI. per square inch. Public <laughs> <laughs> service itch. That's right. And um, so Chris, Chris Gifford, who is the creator of Dora, and I was ha were having a conversation, and we said. This is going to be one of the very first Hanukkah PSAs. And um, do you think I can wear my yarmulke? And he goes, you know, I remember having a discussion. He's like, uh, you know, I don't know. You know, that, that, this is the first Hanukkah thing. I don't know if we should go with it. And I, I, don't, I don't think I wore my yarmulke. Not um, as you. No, it was me. <laughs> no. But the guy, the Gonza Kanaker, had one. Oh no, no, no! This was, this was something else. This was... I, I, I think I might remember. Honestly, I think it was. Uh, I think you were sitting on. And I don't really know if I'm a hundred percent right, but I only saw it one time. Uh, Mark, you were sitting on like a windowsill, and there was a menorah right next to you, and you were like, yeah. uh, "From all of us in Wienerville, Happy Hanukkah!" And I think that was the PSA. I'd love to find it. You know, but I that's at least what I remember. Yeah, I don't think it was on the special itself. Oh. No, it was just a regular commercial. But okay. yeah, a PSA, one of those Nickelodeon bumpers that they would often right. do for, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Halloween, Happy Hanukkah. It was probably for that, like you were saying. Uh, I don't, I haven't seen that one in a very, very long time. But and since, yeah. since you said it was Chris Gifford, it might have been the windowsill in the Clarissa house, probably. Mm -hmm. Probably. Let me check the okay. Wikipedia page and see. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll Play add that on music. there. I promise. Okay. <laughs> Nickelodeon Wienerville will be right back after these messages. Wiener. What is it? Is Santa here? Not yet, but he's coming to town for the Rugrats Holiday Special tomorrow at eight thirty, seven thirty Central, only on Nickelodeon. What happens when five fans of Michael Jackson get together to discuss his music videos? You get a very special Spot Attack Elimination Bracket. 
Brett and Alex are joined by their wives and special guest Prime from Prime Nostalgia Podcast to crown one Michael Jackson music video king for the king. And it doesn't end how you think. You will only find this available on our Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash splatattack to gain access. You're watching Nick, and now back to Nickelodeon Wienerville. Well, that was uh, that was very fun getting an inside look at the Hanukkah special. Uh, shall we move into our synopsis of the episode? Let's do it. Uh, it's it's pretty brief, uh, not as in depth as I thought. So if anyone can feel free to just add in whatever you want, whenever you want. Uh, but this is what I I got from it. So and this is and this is mostly to give a very brief description to our listeners who haven't seen this. Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely check it out on Daily Motion, YouTube, or wherever else you can uh, find it. The episode starts with two potato pancake-shaped aliens from another planet crash land at the Wienerville Ski Lodge, just as everyone is getting ready for the menorah lighting that evening. The aliens explain to Boney, Sako, and Dottie that they need oil for their dreidel-shaped ship in order to return home. However, while the two characters join Boney and Sako at the local Food King supermarket to replenish their supply, their evil ruler, Anti Dorcas, tracks them down and uses his evil ray gun to make the Wienerville gang back at the lodge do whatever he pleases. <laughs> it's up to the rest to discover the true meaning of the Jewish Holloway from a wise man, David Johansson, and return home as free beings before they fall into the oppressive clutches of Anti Dorcas. Short and sweet. <laughs> and then, of course, Mark Wiener comes in at the end with his family and all the people who are skiing at the lodge, and we get into a uh, a rousing round of uh, singing the menorah song and wishing everyone a happy Hanukkah. And you could see Max when he was five, maybe four, 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 five, and now at 31. 31. <laughs> Time has flown by. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the scene that I kind of remember was uh, when Auntie Dorcas walked into the lodge and tried to take over everything mm -hmm. um and like i said cocktail frank was my favorite character so seeing him and his band tied up it was like oh why did they do that and they're making them do that stupid dance no, yeah with that with the accordion and everything yeah, yeah. so yeah. um i don't know what is i don't know what he wanted to do maybe he just wanted to take over the ski lodge until the latkes got back or was he trying to take over the holiday? Yeah, it's a good question. I, it wasn't quite clear to me, but I can see him as like a Grinch type character where he just wants to make other people miserable so that he feels better about himself or just a sense of power. Yeah, because um, he had kind of a childlike quality to him because he's like, yeah. you would be sweet enough to send me a Hanukkah present, you know, like right. that. So Auntie Dorcas was just chasing, the, these aliens knew nothing about Hanukkah. You know, they, he was just chasing people who, and he wanted to enslave them. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of paralleled the story of Hanukkah where, um, you know, they, they wanted it just as the Greeks wanted to enslave and make the Jewish people in, and get them to assimilate into their culture. Auntie Dorcas wanted to do the same to the these potato lockers people, and and they were they were wanting their freedom, and mm -hmm. to be who they were, and the the similarity between them running out of oil on their spaceship, 
and the whole thing with the menorah and running out of oil and the miracle of Hanukkah was that one thing of oil lasted eight days. Um, and that's what we only had one thing of oil for the spaceship. And it, they're not going to make it. <laughs> I did notice those parallels between yeah. uh, the Lacus story and then the retelling through uh, right. Guns like Knocker. Um, so it's nice that you have different perspectives of the same story to right. introduce it to people who may not be as familiar with it from different religions. I so. know it, it really made me think the other way, too, because I didn't know anything about Hanukkah until I saw that special. So that was kind of like my very first um, thing of a Jewish culture that I saw. And I'm like, that's really interesting. I like it. We yeah. apologize. <laughs> <laughs> apologize come on i love it it's great we're gonna go to israel they're all potato latkes there (laughs) that's really cool thank you for oh absolutely you're welcome cool you're spreading the culture man yeah (laughs) representing hanukkah the best way he knows how wienerized yep definitely Bring out the Renoriser. <laughs> Bernie, bring it out. Hey, Manny, I, I just saw that for the first time. You what? I just saw. Oh, yeah, he saw your um, the video oh. that you did with Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, yes. Yeah, that was cool. That was I never really saw that before. Oh, I got you. Thank you very much. Oh, we should, Everyone we should. was doing a Bernie Sanders thing, so I wanted to do that for Wienerville. Funny. <laughs> oh, funny. Thank you. Glad you liked it. Thank you. Do you have a picture of that? We can show it here. But I was going to tell you guys before we were because um, I've been trying to we're trying to figure out how can we bring back more like little episodes because of like the short form media stuff like TikTok and all that. Yeah. You know, so I had a really cool idea, I think, to do like a, a Hanukkah time or even like a Christmas or Thanksgiving thing with Pops and Louie, just like a cooking channel type deal. Um, I think that could be really cool. But yeah. Just to show pitch it, them. babe. Pitch it. So, so there we are, right? Open the scene, right? Okay. No, but anyway. <laughs> uh, but I, I think that would be cool. So with the Hanukkah special thing, just them making latkes. I don't know. There could be something there. And yeah. and, and Mel's latke. Are you dead? Is the 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 recipe is my father's true recipe of latkes. So stay tuned. Oh wow. See you. That's right. So and we put that up there. They're making a comeback. Um, Once Wienerville again. How often was your family on set? Uh, Not just for uh, Hanukkah special, but for all of Wienerville. I mean, we we had a place right down. Yeah, we had there. Uh, My Max's mother, my (laughs) ex-wife, was one of the writers, and she was. it, It. She sat in the control booth, because she knew what i my my take on things and and so she was my to be like the to, the go between yeah so so up in the control booth she could you know fight for what i wanted and um so she was there every day and max and his sister rebecca would go to nurse i, I don't remember because i was too young to remember that right but you guys would go you guys you guys would go to nursery school 
and then when you when we would come and get you you would they would come to universal studios and that was their playground they had a free pass to go to fievel's playground ah yes That's sounds like a cool. fun time to me Max did you like, guys live in Orlando during that time, or did you? Yeah, we, yeah, we went down for for you know the two seasons of Wienerville. Yeah, that's right, two seasons. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we were there for like three months at a time, and um, we. Put... I, I mean, I I just remember when because you were still doing that when we moved to New York to Katona, right? Because I think you would go back and forth, and I I don't remember. I don't remember, I don't remember anything. Mom? No, but uh, <laughs> I I don't remember too much of that. But I think for you know for a year or two. Let's, let's check the Wikipedia page. Yeah, Maybe right. I'll tell <laughs> I'm on it right now. Yeah. Oh geez, I feel like Wienerville is is very conducive to memes. If you can somehow mash the two together, like just the style of humor would go together well. I think it would. I really think yeah. it would. That and TikTok, maybe. I think. I think we. Oh, I think TikTok would be perfect for it. <laughs> there, there was a time like a couple of years ago, like the right. Just now. Well, there's something else I want to tell them first. Okay. Um, back, what did you tell them? What did you tell them? Would you let me get a word out there? <laughs> <laughs> Family banter, splat tech first. <laughs> I was going to be a weenie. Oh yeah. Tell them about that. No, he's talking about that line from the New Year's special with uh, Paul Schaefer, where he's like, you know, growing up. All my friends wanted to be either a Beatle or a Rolling Stone, but all I ever wanted to be was a weenie. Um, no, but I, I thought it would be a great idea for an app like a, a wienerizer thing where you could scan in your face and then like play your friends just like yeah on a puppet body. Yeah, and and the, just have the same games um, that they had on the show. I think that would be really oh, yeah, like throw virtual pies or slime or something oh yeah special popping so yeah slimesters if if any of you know how to code um i uh mobile apps at all definitely get in touch with mark wiener and his son max and uh make it happen make this happen right wienerizer app or just go to manny's house <laughs> we'll all go to manny's house i'll send you the address <laughs> because i mean uh, i i missed my chance to see wienerville live uh so yeah uh yeah. perform it <laughs> Yeah. All right. I if you do want to meet me, I'm um, 24 hours. I'm on a loop all the time in this house, so it's all right. <laughs> the all the all mani all the time channel. Absolutely. Cool. By the way, I should mention that we do have plans to cover the Wienerville uh, Lost in the Big Apple New Year special. So you're more than welcome to come back for that when we get to it. All of you. Sure, man. We're, we're, Max, we're, we're in. We're in. <laughs> Woo! Virtual awesome. fist bump. Boom. <laughs> That'll that'll Manny, be um, Manny, our, are you in? Yeah, Yo, I'm in. We're in. I'm totally in. That'll be our New Year's episode in 2023. So uh, if you can remember that and book it on your calendar, we'll have you then for season also five. the 30th anniversary of Wienerville. So, yeah. yeah, we got to cover that as well. We're we're big on 30th anniversaries. Yes, <laughs> we are. We've had quite a few already. Yeah, golden <laughs> hot dog. Um, so you guys want to rate the episode before we get to our segment? Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and I'll I'll go first. Okay. Uh, but uh, I really enjoyed this. Uh, it had been a very long time since I had seen it. Uh, I remember it as a kid. I remembered the I remembered the setting, and I remember just the the outer space and and how 
unusual everything was because I had never seen anything like not even on Wienerville. I had never seen anything like this, but it had been such a long time. And then to go back and watch it again and <laughs> Boney writing his name in the snow. And I was like, oh, you did not. And yep. then he, they yelled out, Boney, put put down that lemonade. And- B-O-N-E-Y. Boney, stop wasting the lemonade. I love these things. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, I mean, the, it was so fun, and I really loved again the the way you had told the story of Hanukkah three different ways. Uh, on, I, I give it an A. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, to follow up with that, I have a really bad habit. At least it's been established in at least two other episodes of our podcast of like <laughs> rating things lower and then bumping it up because I must be in a negative mood. Red. when my back is hurting what did you do so normally i i was like i i also have different perspectives of viewing things when i view them and sometimes i don't see it the quite same way unless i let it sink in with a few repeat views and this is definitely a special that has gotten better the more i watched it as yep. more things started to click so i i originally had a, a b for this a splash factory but i'm bumping it up actually not to an a but to an s because i had that much fun really getting into the story and the different perspectives <clears throat> and just seeing everyone go totally nuts with like having fun not only the puppets but also mark and the cameos as well i think you know, for a Hanukkah special, not everyone might get it, but I think it's worth the time to watch it as like a, a piece of 90s Nickelodeon history to see what it's like to portray the first ever Hanukkah special for kids and also present it in a fun, inventive way. So for that, for the originality, for the execution, for the just the, the fun memories that it provides us, I got, I'm going to bump it up twice from a B to an S. Uh, splatter, splatterific. <laughs> Platinum hot dog for you. <laughs> yes, that's that's what we're giving you essentially. <laughs> Manny, how about you? An S. I just love it. I watch it every year, and uh, I love its. I don't know. I love its energy and its fun and all of its enthusiasm. That's why I want it to be longer because it was twenty minutes. Just flies by so quick, and it does. It gives you like this sense of things. Like I love to make videos myself. And I know I don't have the right materials and I don't have a huge budget, but you do what you can and you have fun with it. And then once the smoke clears, you come out with something that you're totally proud of. And I just love it. It just gives you that do-it-yourself ingenuity and sense of humor. It's great. It's just perfect. I wholeheartedly resonate with that. Mark, uh, how satisfied? I guess, for, I guess, coming from your perspective, how happy are you with the end result? I'd say it's a, it's a golden hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so uh, humbled and 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 honored that you that you enjoyed it, um, and you know, thank you. You know, did it come out like you thought it would? I don't know. How many years ago? I don't remember. I don't know <laughs> what I had for breakfast. With <laughs> my medication, son. We'll take that as a yes. And uh, Max, would you like to give a rating on behalf oh, of Mark? Yes, sir. 
<laughs> he seems a little verklempt. You want to rate the Get episode for him? The wheelchair, no! <laughs> uh, yeah, well, like you got. Like, I think the S is a great one. Too. It's, it's really nostalgic, and it's silly and wacky. And I've never seen anything like this show before. And I'm not just saying that because I'm your son, but it's really just a. <laughs> I'm your son. Oh, 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 <laughs> What are you doing in my house? <laughs> oh, oh, son. No, but there was, there was something on TikTok the other day. I'm sure you all saw it, but there's like a big nostalgia uh, channel and they reposted Wienerville and like all the comments were like, oh my God, I thought this was a fever dream. I thought like, yeah, yeah. I think I saw that. But like, that's the common thing where everyone is always like, I can't believe I'm telling all my friends of this show, nobody believes me. And it's really unlike anything that exists i think so it's it's cool that you guys love it so much yeah, i definitely thank you. like it it's quirky it's weird it's beautiful and i think <laughs> i think that's what summarizes wiener wienerville in a nutshell yes yeah and i highly want to encourage it for any of you uh slimesters who are checking this episode out and if you enjoy the rugrats hanukkah special Go check out the Wienerville Hanukkah special. Uh, ch check out where it, where this whole thing for Nickelodeon started from. Uh, it's it's really important, and it is silly. It's but that's the that's the point. It's meant to be silly and have fun and just do something that you normally don't get to see. So it's check it out. Yeah, and we also I recommend the Rugrats. Watch the <laughs> Wienerville one. Yes, <laughs> I agree with Boney. Watch the Wienerville one. The Rugrats one can be revisited later. Yes. Um, but also, more importantly, if your if your interest is piqued by the Wienerville Hanukkah special, definitely find some uh, Wienerville episodes too, so you can see what their baseline is for yes. you know, what kinds of things go on within the town, along with you know the Playland segments, the cartoon segments, and the audience participation. It's it's a great time. We'll ask it for two seasons. See what you can find and uh, share your thoughts and comments with us on either YouTube or social media where we post our podcast episodes. Again, we'll try to put as link to as many of these things as we have within the video. So go check mm -hmm. them out. Well, uh, I think the Monora is, uh, is almost out of oil. So before we head out for the episode, uh, let's do a quick segment of this or that. This or that, this or that, time to play this or that. So for this or that, we have just a couple of uh, Hanukkah-themed options for you based on this special and just uh, Hanukkah food in special in, in general. So just let us know which which one you like. And if you want to explain your answer, great. If not, that's fine too. It's purely for fun. Um, so we'll, we'll start off with the first choice. Latkes or Kugel? Am I saying that right? For, they're different. They're very different. Uh -huh. Okay. So I would say it depends on what kind of mood you're in. If you're looking for like a lighter snack, probably a latka. Mm -hmm. But if you really want to get like stuck into it, Kugel is the other the way I would go. Okay. Could you explain for our um, Slimesters at home what Kugel is? Yeah, it's, I mean, it, there's so many, there's, again, there's like a lot of different types of it too. As you can tell, I'm a Kugel connoisseur. <laughs> but like, you know, it, it's it's more of a gelatinous, like, it's like a um, like a, a pudding almost. Uh, but it's it's just more substantial, whereas a latka can be thin and crispy and you can eat like a million of them and forget what you're doing. <laughs> you're gonna have to cut into slices and- Potato, potato. Yeah. 
No, it's neat. I, I had no idea because I looked it up because I, I wasn't sure what that was. It looked like mac and cheese on like a, a, a tray or something. So yeah. it's a lot. It's like brains. <laughs> okay. It's grated. It's grated up. Potato. You could do with, with like noodles. You could do it too. Got a lot of oil and you just bake it. And it's just like, and you cut a slice, a square of it. And it's so good. It's more fluffy. It's not not always so, you know, crispy on top, but really fluffy. Where it's huh. maybe a custard like consistency. It. Yes, hey. exactly. Yeah. It depends on which one you get. Hey, you, you wouldn't want to get it. <laughs> this is a podcast for <laughs> another day. Uh, Pops needs to make it then, probably. So. I, yeah. <laughs> you don't um, know what you're talking about. You don't know how to make it. You don't know how to make you, it. You burn my food. You burn my lunch. You burn my lunch, Pops. Louie. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so uh what what are you going with uh, of the two one? which one would you pick uh let's say latkes for this episode okay yeah, yeah. mark same yeah oh yeah potato okay. vegan vegan potato latkes. Mm. no you mix eggs and some potato oh, nothing gets past you yeah <laughs> <laughs> manny yeah uh latkes uh, I also will say latkes. I'm going to say latkes as well, because if they're anything like hash browns, then I can definitely eat a ton of those and forget what I'm doing. Question two, beef brisket or roasted chicken? These are good questions. <laughs> vegan Delicious questions. Do we have a vegan option for him? Sure. What What do you want for the third option? To Tofurky, maybe? No. Tofurky. Okay, we can do that. I bought us a nice big vegetarian turkey. It'll be delicious. Okay, so Mark's going with Tofurky. What about you, Max? I'd say uh, beef brisket. Mm, with Tofurky, a close second. Okay. Man, <laughs> <laughs> it's all the way down there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Manny? Oh man, I love beef brisket. So I want to go with that. I, I'm going with the roasted chicken. I, I'm going to go with the beef brisket too because I'm a barbecue fan and that's where, how I like it most often with sauce. You like uh, it Carolina sauce. You like it the sauce? Huh? I do. You like it the juice, huh? I love it the sauce. I like it the juice. <laughs> oh, good old Rob Schneider. You like it, the juice, eh? Yeah, we get a call from the manager. He wants to know if you like the juice. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I like it, the juice. I like it, the juice. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is a very unique episode we're doing. <laughs> I know. I kind of wish that it was more lively, right? It's kind of just fell flat. <laughs> you like the episode, huh? You like the episode? Like the episode? Like the episode? Okay. Like the episode? Yeah, <laughs> we do. Slimesters, hopefully you do too. <laughs> Uh, question three. Uh, you like it the slime, huh? <laughs> no, I like it the gack. You like it the gack? Oh, you I like it the gack. Wow. We're never finishing this episode. <laughs> question three. Ski lodge or outer space? <laughs> you like it the outer space, huh? Suffocating here. 
You like in water, dude. Like yeah. Ooh. Ski lodge or outer space? Well, what do you what do you prefer? <laughs> outer space. Uh, I hate cold, and space yeah. is colder. So I am miserable right now. I hate the cold. <laughs> I'm going with ski lodge because it's cozy, and I have relatives in Vermont, so I would definitely visit them and go to ski lodge while they go ski. Yeah, Ski Lodge is a good one, too. I, I'm going for Ski Lodge. Ah, you like it a Ski Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> you like it a Ski Lodge. You like, you like me to stop, huh? I would. You want me to stop? <laughs> I just stop. It's a good thing. <laughs> Acknowledge it. Quiet is good. Yeah, okay. Quiet is good. Safe space. <laughs> you like it the quiet. <laughs> Very much. What do you like? Do you like space? Oh, I, oh, I like it in space. The ski lodge, it's nice and warm. <laughs> oh, you like it warm, huh? <laughs> oh, you like it warm, huh? <laughs> uh, question four, Boney or Sako, which puppet do you prefer in the special? Boney. I'm gonna go with Sako. I found him particularly poignant in this, especially with the the whole skiing thing and uh, on the on the snowmobile with the kick butt license plate on the back. I got a kick out of that. No pun intended, too, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just. I. Kicked. You know, I at first think Stakes was to go with Oni, but yeah, much like you said, Brett, I really liked uh, Sako's. Um, really yeah, he re he really did. I'm, I'm gonna go with Boney. Um, what, you're looking at me like. <laughs> I was just gonna say go with Boney because he's so he's so loud and opinionated, and he really gets put in place in this episode, if I remember correct, from with Gonza Kanaka, right? Doesn't he hit him over the head at one point? Like he's like he's just, he's just trying to get through it, and then he says, you know, but we have to. I think there's a scene in the parking lot, right, with you and Boney. Unless I'm hallucinating right now. <laughs> but like, well, he does get knocked up by Miss um, uh, Kabbalah really? uh, with the. No, not knocked up, but you know, he gets <laughs> knocked, knocked out. out. He gets knocked out with the vacuum. <laughs> Dude, got snow on my floor, and then boom, and then right. Tony said, I think I'm in love. He gets humbled in this episode. Yeah, he does. Love struck. I like that. He shows yeah. a different side to him. Mm. And you? So. You you know no, like come it. Come on, no you more. know like no, no, it. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can pick both. I never said you had to you choose one like or the other. Yeah, both, huh? Let's go with both. Okay, both for Mark. Yeah, yeah you, uh, can't, you can't ask me that question. Yeah, it's like choosing between your left and right hands. You gotta have both. Right. Last question for this or that: Mark Summers or David Johansson as your uh, favorite celebrity guest? Mark. I'm going to go with uh, David Johansson on this one. I really liked his performance. He picked great, yeah. I'm going to go with David Johansson. I'd say Mark Summers, probably, because he was such a huge part of my childhood. Well, that was a very uh, Hanukkah this or that. Good choices, everybody. <laughs> Slimesters at home, let us know what you'd pick, too. All right. Um, since we're running short on time, we're going to do just one of these letters. Uh, so let's get out Mona's mailbag from uh, Camp Anawana and see who wrote into us today, shall we? Help! These are for you! 
Uh, okay, so we have a letter from Nick Fisher, and he actually responded to my Nightmares as a Child episode based on peaches, which I thought was really interesting because I never get any feedback on those despite people I telling people to let me know about them. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Nick Fisher uh, sent me a letter that's titled Nightmares, and here's what he said. You nailed it, sir. That one Rocco episode to heck and back always stuck out to me because of peaches and especially the ending scene. However, it never gave me nightmares, but it sure did and still does give me an eerie feeling. The whole point you made about feeling safe at the end only to have peaches emerge at the end really took the words out of my mouth as the podcast was playing. As far as real nightmares go, I'd have to say I constantly had this Alice in Wonderland syndrome thing, which really freaked me out as a kid. Objects in the room would be bigger or smaller, and my hands and body became bigger and smaller as the dream progressed. The nightmare part was that it felt all too real, like it wasn't a dream and various objects just kept changing size. I'd much rather have peaches in my dreams than go through that stuff again. Great pod. Keep up the great episodes. My only criticism I have is that gurgling sound in the background. Gives me a real peaches vibe. Best, Nick. <laughs> well, thank you, Nick, for writing in those... Uh, those interesting thoughts regarding my nightmares as a child episode. Um, and for those who haven't tuned into those mini-sodes, they're basically me uh, connecting some of my childhood nightmares that I had uh, around the time I watched 90s Nick to some episodes that I watched. Um, it's a little bit different, a little bit darker. So, you know, if you haven't seen those already, check those out. Uh, but in response to Nick, all right then, Alison Wonderland nightmares, that's, that's pretty freaky. Um, I, I guess some people aren't as scared as Peaches as I thought they'd be. To me, he looked like a, a very strange-looking executioner that was uh, a cross between uh, Freddy Krueger and a cow's udder. But, you know, different strokes for different folks. Um, and in regards to that gurgling sound, I'm pretty sure the, the bubbling from the slime tank isn't in the background. I'm pretty sure that's, uh, like, campfire sounds because my background is hell you know, fire and brimstone everywhere for the setting the scene of the episode. But I appreciate your concern. Uh, we've had a few people write in saying the gurgling is a little bit too loud for previous episodes of Slime Tank. So we, we took note of that and we toned it down a bit so it's more yeah. palatable uh, for podcast listening. So thank you, Nick, for writing into us. And yes, anybody, if you have any criticisms or anything, please let us know because we want to make these episodes more fun and entertaining for you. So we definitely listen to you. Yep. We're always looking to improve. We just need to hear from you what works and what doesn't work. All right, guys. Um, here's our closing question. What Wienerville specials do you enjoy the most? We've talked a little bit about the Hanukkah special here today, but there's also a New Year's special, a President's special, and um, what else is there? Is there any others? I think it's just those three. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Um, let us if, you want, if you want to talk about E. Agabed, that's kind of one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's tons of Wienerville specials. Let us know what you appreciate. Or if you have any particular Wienerville memories you want to share with us, let us know at uh, splatattack2021 at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at splatattackpodcast. You can also simply leave us comments on this video um, on our YouTube channel, Splatattack Podcast. So with that being said, thank you, Mark. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Manny. Boney. Uh, Dottie and Swiper for joining us today. Holy moly, I did not expect everyone to show up. But I'm, we had a lot of laughs. We had a lot of fun. And uh, is there anything okay. any of you would like to plug before you go? We well, go. Just, you guys were great. Yeah. I really, you. you guys were great hosts. And uh, we appreciate that you, you know, uh, took the time to remember Wienerville and just really wanted 
take an opportunity to thank Manny for all that he does for Wainerville. Thank, thank, thank you very Manny. much. Thank you. Very talented guy. Also be sure to check out Manny's art profile. You can follow that on Instagram at humblyartsy. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, we, we'll be definitely be seeing more of you guys in the future on our podcast because this was a total blast, and I'm sure there's yeah. much more, much more <laughs> content we can cover together. Now, this episode was boring, today. right? So, yeah. Max and I are, you know, are also going to come to your guys' house. <laughs> oh well, how would they get our address? <laughs> you like it? You like it? It's come this man. <laughs> only, only if you bring your golden wieners with you. <laughs> uh, there it is. There, that is too, the squeaky one. Yeah. No, this this is not this is not the squeaky. Oh, Manny was holding yeah, it. Yeah, Manny's got oh. Manny's got the squeaky. Oh. Manny, Manny like the squeaky, huh? The squeaky. <laughs> well, while well, everyone squeaks their wieners, tune in next time. <laughs> tune in next time. <laughs> tune in next time as we stuff our stockings, write our wish list, and head to Christmas Cabin Getaway with the Pickles family <laughs> in our episode review of Rugrats: The Santa Experience. We're having a guest from season two return for the celebration, so we're excited to be covering this episode with them. You don't want to miss it. Without further ado, Alex, will you drain the slime tank for us, please? Sako's going to teach me how to snowboard in preparation for our next holiday episode. Aye, aye, co-captain. Just make sure you don't track snow on the floor. Uh-oh. Oh, God, snow on my floor! Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think I'm ready to meet the mate quite yet. Let, let me go uh, over here before she finds out. Uh, let me get these boots off. Splat you later, Gakoids. I mean, Slimesters. I mean, Wiener Squeakers. <laughs> Bye. Reprise the theme song and roll the credits. Hard to believe, folks, but it's time to say goodbye. Nighty night. Hey, check us out next time for more adventure and another great legend of the Hidden Temple. What will we do till then? Chill for a couple. We'll be back. You're on there. And it was time for the superhero to move on. I declare this meeting of the Midnight Society closed. Oh, bye-bye. Now show us what you got! A Mufara! Menorah! Menorah!